Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Right. There's a lot of suitcases. Here's a lot of suitcases. I'm recording. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Hello, everybody. It's episode 110 Again, of <laughs> husband and wife sentenced to life. It's Simon here. It's Laura over there. You all right? Morning. Laura's feeling... We recorded yesterday. Just as a heads up here, I want to say a big thank you to... I think it's a Neil or a Deal. Hold on a minute. Got to get the name right. Oh, God. Here we go. A Neil Advani, uh, who is the only person who let us know that the audio was <laughs> buggered, which speaks volumes about how uh, listening figures, doesn't it? In fact... I almost feel like it's another sign to say, don't do this podcast anymore. A, we never seem to have time to get in here. B, your huffing as we came, to, came in today. No, <laughs> that's not the case. I enjoy doing it. I just, I'm so tired. So tired. Yeah, so we uploaded yesterday, and uh, which was Monday, the 5th of September. And we did half an hour, and then we played the second half, uh, which was part four of our holiday diaries in Amsterdam. Yeah. Unfortunately, the recording didn't work. There was like little glitchy gaps in between it. It's, there's a comedian, remember that comedian called Norman Collier? He was an old 1970s and 80s comedian. He used to do that one where he wound the window down in the oh, car. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he also dip, 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 yeah. dip, dip, did that one with the microphone. Hilarious, different times. So, I deleted it. Because it is unlistenable. Oh. More unlistenable than normal, which is a shame because I think we had some fun. So we're going to do a little recap. So the second half of this podcast is going to be the Amsterdam Diaries. We're in bed at the end of the Amsterdam trip. Amsterdam, the final part. Final part of Amsterdam before we went to Berlin. And we're going to do that for the next couple of podcasts. So I'll give you what we talked about, Laura, and you um, you give us the he- headlines, Yeah. Because you wanted to redo what we did yesterday. So, um, it's first week back of school's just finished. In fact, now we're into week two, but we've done the first week back proper. Yeah. Uh, how are you feeling about that? Oh, um, well, how am I feeling about it? Do, <laughs> you are tired, I aren't you? I am really tired. <laughs> 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 there you go. That's my answer. No, I'm... I, uh, get back into routine. Fine. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. This week though is another level. Oh God! Because we're we're um, on top of schools. The after school clubs have started. The performing arts has started. So now there is no 
now like no break at all no and i was going to bring that up actually because yesterday when we recorded we'd not really done the day yesterday yeah we've done the first bit which is the drop-offs which my school run now what's your school run you take betsy perlin your round trip is what it's not too bad. It's about 25 minutes. 25 minutes. Yeah. Mine's an hour. Yeah. To take Honey to school. I can't remember deciding who did each one of them runs, you know. It just seems to have organically become <laughs> me doing the hour-long one. Me. I have offered. Have you offered? I have offered many times, you do it tomorrow? <coughs> great time no, on the car <laughs> the i bet the roads are bad. And I have oh, seen God, a lot terrible. of parents complaining, especially where we are. They get because there's a, there's like two exits, but there's only one road. Yeah, between the two exits. Yeah, and people are. Is this at your school? No, uh, no, sorry, no, no. Basically, or our estate? No, just the Arabian ranches. The Facebook Arabian ranches oh, groups. Oh God, they are. There's a bit of me that wants to get back on Facebook and join these groups and start becoming a, a bit of a not a troll, but like having a bit of fun and. I can't. I can't put messages on them. I want to sometimes, and I think nope, do not, because as soon as you start. Sticking your head above the parapet, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Ready to be lopped off. And there's always the one or two like that put the really sarcastic, nasty comment who are just trying to stir the pot, you know? See, I think it's been about, what, five years maybe since I've been on Facebook proper? Yeah. And even then I didn't really read the groups. So I'd, I'm, I'm, I'm off all of this. Yeah, well... I don't read them. I don't, I'm not one of these people that goes on them and reads them. It just, if it appears in my feed, that's the only way I see it. Yeah. And the only reason I'm on these groups, like, like I'm on the pet groups, you know, when from yeah. when the cat went missing or I'm on, I'm on the things for sale in the ranches or things to sell, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of how it started. And even, even like the British mum groups, which are great, but like, it's they're good for getting information. Like if, I need to know, uh, at the minute, Honey's looking for driving lessons. Yep, so I could yep, put yep, a, yep. a message on there to find out the best companies. But even then, sometimes there's people oh, on there gosh. having a whinge. Yeah, and, and everyone can turn everything negative, can't they? Yeah. Yeah, just listen to this podcast. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, it's difficult to get out of here in the morning now. You have to take the long route, the long route out of here, because we live on this sort of ring road within yeah. the estate, within Arabian ranches. What's it called? Is it not called an estate? What would you call it? A development. Um, it's a 10-kilometre ring road, and the short way has now become the long way. So we have to drive further to get out quicker, but the queue are big today. Yeah. Anyway. But we left five minutes later. That five, you know what they say? That five minutes makes all the difference. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> not just in the bedroom. No. Um, so, but when yeah. we recorded yesterday... It was first week back of school for the girls, second week back at work for me. But, I and but, yeah. But yesterday Betsy started up her performing arts again, which is a right hike downtown. And Mondays are a long day for her. It's the longest day for us. Yeah. You know, I worked out I'm in the car for about three and a half, four hours on a Monday now, which is a long time to be in your car. Um that's not counting gonna work. Yeah. So last night it was hellish traffic. And this is, you drive back on Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed Road, which is this eight-lane superhighway yeah. that goes as fast as the school limit, you know, driving past the school. 20s yeah, yeah. plenty. And I drove down there last night, and the depressing thing is I can see the traffic coming the other way that I'm going to be stuck in. Yeah. And the pickup was at 7 o'clock. It took me till 10 past 7 just to get out of the school where I picked her up from. Yeah. 10 minutes just to get your car out. And as I was driving home, I was the girls are in the back nattering. They're happy. I couldn't have my podcasts on because all my podcasts have got swearing in. <laughs> so I can't put that on. When Betsy's in the car, I don't care so much. But, you know, there's another little girl in the car. And so I was just numb. And I had that feeling of, well, this is every Monday till next summer. Well, it's funny because on at the weekend I had a bit of a, I've had a, not a meltdown, but I, I was feeling pretty low at the weekend. And on the Sunday I did my first performing arts run and on the way back I wanted to cry. Yeah. Not about performing arts, but about just that thing. Of, because of everything on top and... Yeah, like at the minute I'm looking, you know, Honey's looking at unis because she's going to be gone next year and... 
that's obviously on my mind. That's big. Yeah, and, you know, I am really missing Leo. I got to talk to him yesterday, but, you know, I'm really missing him. Oh, don't worry. We'll come into that. <laughs> um, you know, so... I don't, and it's funny because I've spoken to a few other mums and they're all saying this year they're feeling that thing where they're really struggling being back. And... I felt that like loneliness feeling this year. Yeah, and and we talk, we did talk about this quite a bit yesterday on the podcast. Well, I want to talk about it. I want to talk about it. When you say you had a meltdown this weekend, let's pick. I want everyone to visualize this who's listening. You know, when you see the semicircle of nuclear war or temperature gauge or something like that, you get green, yellow, orange, red. <laughs> Where was the needle this weekend? Um. Well. <laughs> I, I think it verged into red a couple of times. Saturday morning, you went off to Hatter, which yeah. is a two-hour drive. Yeah, to I had do... to do a two-hours DJing in the sunshine in Hatter, which was there could have been a mixtape. Didn't need me there. <laughs> Didn't need me there. Four hours driving that. I because you're on a new show now, so you're you're here in the mornings. So you weren't here. So I thought, right. Is this the intro to the meltdown that I'm here in the mornings? Let's not, <laughs> let's not blame me. No, so I thought, you know what? I'll do the do the house, do the cleaning. Girls were miffed. Why is mum cleaning on a Saturday morning? Yeah, day off. Um, anyway, so I do that. It, I, hate, I hate cleaning day, but, uh, you know. So that's done. already got me in that kind of uh, mood. Then... Betsy, after week one of being at school, says to me her school shoes, her new school shoes, by yeah, the way, barely are, worn. are too small. So I have to go to the mall, which I hate going shopping. I am not one of these women that like shopping. I hate shopping. So I take the girls and I'm in my head. I've got this like romantic, you know, or me and the girls will have some fun in the mall. We'll go and have a coffee and a cake. It's girly time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's girly time. That that's not how this mall trip went. I could not find school shoes anywhere in the mall. September. Beginning of September, start of the school year, no school shoes anywhere. No, and I even went in like your big centre points where they do all the cheaper shoes. Cheap and cheerful. Yeah. You went in Clark's. Yeah. Did you try Armani? Do you know the higher end? <laughs> Did you try Louis need, Vuitton? I didn't need to because Clark's were already charging 100 quid for a pair of school shoes. So... I'm getting more and more agitated. Betsy does this thing where she gets attracted to little sparkly things or anything in a shop. She's off. She's she's gone. Honey's getting annoyed at her and doing the shouting thing, then shouting at me saying she's not listening. And I'm like, just calm, calm, calm. Then the only other thing I really want is Marmite, right? Marmite. Marmite. It's important Marmite is. There'll be people listening to this who don't have Marmite in the house. And if you don't have Marmite in the house, you don't realise what an essential it is. No, and there are people that I've encouraged to get Marmite as well. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, so Betsy will only eat Marmite sandwiches for school as well. So that's, it is a big thing in this house. Anyway, my usual place, Marks and Spencers, they sell Marmite. I don't know why, because it's not their brand, but they... In, in they branched out, aren't they? Yep. You've got to diversify to stay alive in this market. Anyway, they did not have any Marmite. Oh. And if you like Marmite out here, you'll know... It's one of those things, sometimes it's in the shops, sometimes you can't find it anywhere. Just like vegetarian food. Yeah. Just like corn, just like the good vegetarian food, the future, the movie mountains and all of that. Sometimes you just can't get it. It's not like beef that's always there. Yeah. You know, because I don't think it's front and centre of the minds of the people who are bringing it in. No, and it's probably hard for people in the UK to understand. What do you mean they haven't got Marmite in the shops? Because, yeah. you know. They're drowning in Marmite in England. Yeah. Drowning. Right, so... Yeah, so I'm like, brilliant. I've come to the mall, haven't got my Marmite, haven't got my new school shoes. Then you call me and you're like, oh, on my way home, all excited. You like To see you. Yeah. And the fact that the two hours, now, right, I've done this gig. Yeah. I've stood DJing on a lawn at a hotel on the border, basically in the mountains. And um, Nobody talked to me the entire time. I'm there as a face at the radio station. Nobody talked to me, which I'm glad about because I don't like particularly, I get a, you know, a bit self-conscious. But I'm stood in the sun DJing, 40 degree heat, right? Yeah. So I'm happy because I'm back in the car <laughs> on the two hour return drive. Sweat, you know, I'm in aircon. 
Yeah. So I'm half hour back and I didn't call you because I wanted you to be excited that I was nearer than you thought I might be, right? So then when you messaged, have you set off yet? I called you to surprise you that I was I was going to be seeing you. <laughs> and I'm thinking she's going to be happy. She's going to be happy because yeah. the, the love of her life is closer than she thinks. Didn't, didn't turn out like that, that phone call. Well, it made me angry that you were going to be home before me. Because in, <laughs> <laughs> in my head, like I said, quick shop to the, get the shoes, quick Marmite, quick coffee and cake with the girls, back home, wanted to have a swim or, you know, have some nice afternoon time. But that was going to be with you, that bit, by the way. But, yeah, I was going to be home before you. I'd been there three hours and bought nothing. And then you call me, all oh, chirpy. Ooh. I wasn't chirpy. Well, I was excited to speak to you because yeah. I love you, pillock. And then, so then, like, I'm like, and Betsy's, at this point, had wandered off. Honey's, like, in the background. Child snatches dream come true. I'm agitated. And then you're, like, telling me about your day and telling me what's happened. And I just hung up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I just... This is the wrong thing to do, right? But, I mean, you started the wrong thing to do. Yeah. And I just sent you a text, mature. <laughs> and I knew, I knew, like, I could hear the fireworks going off from 100 mile away. Um, yeah, and my reaction was, it's all right for you, like, just chilling, playing some music. <laughs> I'm here. I've done the, I've cleaned the whole house. I've got the girls arguing. I can't find the shoes. Rah, 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 rah. So, yeah, I'd already started to get... Yeah. And, and normally I'm not one of these I, I'm quite calm I'm quite a calm person so no, even though right I'm going to say you're in the wrong there and I think you will admit that you're in the wrong but I, I get it I, I get why so. you were you've said sorry but let me tell you what it's like being a husband I don't know if all husbands are like this but me as a husband having you as a wife right because you're a firecracker let's be honest I just said I was calm anyway yeah I came home and Four-hour round trip, two hours standing in the blistering sun. I'm knackered, and I thought, all I want to do is lay down, either put a bit of trash telly on, a, a crap film, or play Fortnite, or something <laughs> like that. But I know yeah. that if you walk in and I look like there's any slither of enjoyment going on in my life... <laughs> The rollicking will continue through the afternoon for something I've not done wrong, right? And it's good in a way because what that makes me do is it makes me get on with life essential work. So I got on with like editing yeah, quizzes yeah, yeah, yeah. and editing music rounds for the quizzes and things like that that we had coming up. And it actually made me do work. But it's yeah. living in fear. No, it's, it's, I get it, I get it. I get that blokes think. But you've got to admit, can we, <laughs> when do you see the mum, the wife, like chilling. just chilling? Like there's, there's, and that's the thing. We've always got something to do. So I, I have that guilty thing. Like no one can say that you're not the hardest working one, right? In the family, and the most organised and the one who holds it, the glue that binds the family. However, after one trip to Berlin, where we did, I mean, this doesn't sound like a summer holiday, and you'll hear more about this on the thing. But after we did a bit of. Berlin stuff, the name Mum Hitler started appearing. <laughs> it Shut used to be, they were calling you Train Hitler every time you made us run for a train. Uh, you know, like uh, the packing. Pack it, packing Hitler every time because we did a lot of traveling around. Right. Now, no. I don't like using the word Hitler in a free, especially since we've just been and seen some of the worst atrocities ever, which you will hear about. Right. Now, but but yeah, the kids but have just picked up on when calling they say it that. Here. I'm not like, I'm not shouting at anyone. I'm not that kind of person. It's because... You're annexing the phones. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I've i got my list going and I'm like, right, have you got that? Have you got that? I'm quite calm. And that's what I was saying. Like, I'm not normally, when I've got jobs to do, I don't normally get annoyed or I don't normally shout at the kids. And I didn't shout at them, but I got cross no, at them. No. And, and you, you, all you were doing is trying to get us, you, you were... You were trying to get us to the enjoyable part of the holiday, you know. No, yeah, no, no, but I meant on Saturday. I, I, oh, yeah, no, no, but no, the, no, no. But, so that's what I mean. Yeah, I can be that person that's like, right, we've got to do this, got to do this. Yeah. But I'm all, I'm normally quite chilled and, and being busy doesn't necessarily get me down. Yeah. And that's how I knew on Saturday I was feeling it because I, it was really getting to me. Yeah. Like m much more than it normally would. 
And then by the afternoon, I was saying to you, I don't, I'm really fed up. I'm really yeah. fed up. We've got no friends. Like, and then we had this discussion about, you know, how you make your friends through work and school. Yeah. They're the two places of all, of anywhere that you make friends in Britain, but especially here in Dubai is. We and, don't and have family in Dubai. Most people don't. So your friends are really important, I think, out here. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, let's wrap this up this bit. But we, there was the bit at tea time on Saturday, about half past four, five o'clock, where you were going, well, the day's ruined. And I know anything I say, I could just give you a suitcase full of money and say we never have to work again. And you go, that's not what I need. <laughs> and I'm saying to you, we're awake for another six hours. There's, there's six hours a day left here. You will sit saying this all night, days ruined, days ruined, until bedtime. And then at bedtime you go, and we didn't do anything this evening. <laughs> That's what you do. And I'm like, come on. Yeah, no, no, I know. I just, and, I, and as you saw, Sunday, I was very teary. I just, yeah. I couldn't get out of that funk. Yeah. And I know, like I said, I've spoken to other people, they're in that funk as well. And It happens every year. It does happen. and it's For not, different reasons. And I, you know, I know everybody gets the holiday blues when they come back and stuff like that and I you know I've had a little bit of that but not too much of that and yes getting back to reality and work and yeah. life and school and all that I get it I I don't know something feels weird this year and it might be the change that you've got a new job well you know. let me mention that you have a sip of coffee all right well because you need it uh while I mention that I'm on a new show a little plug for me daytime job Dubai 92, you can listen live on Dubai92.com. I'm now on from 1pm in the afternoon, Monday to Thursday, 1 till 4, and then Friday's 12 till 3. And um, so I'm on afternoons. I'm on the Steve Wright shift, if you will. <laughs> uh, so if you're in England, you can listen to me in the morning. You can listen to me online, listen live. I'll put a link in this podcast description. You'll be able to listen. Uh, a lot of people are happy that you're back on the school run. See, people seem to be happy about that. Yeah. One woman wasn't happy yesterday. Again, when we recorded yesterday, this had not happened. But I started a discussion on the radio yesterday, and this woman's like, what is this drivel? And it was the first text I got of the day on a Monday, and I'm like, I replied, and I'm like, hi, thanks for your message. And then she was just laying into me. I know. <laughs> and I just replied and said, 25 years in radio, Skin's a bit too thick for this. Again, I don't get what drives people to be horrible, right? Like, like if we have a bad waitress, yeah, yeah, I still tip the waitress because she's probably having a bad day, and we get in the car and we moan about the quality of the waitress. That's what we do, right? Yeah, and we heard bad people on the radio back home, but I, I you never... don't think I'm going to text in and tell them? Yeah, I, and what? By the way, when we say we heard bad people. Thanks. <laughs> no, 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 no. But in her opinion, what I was talking about didn't yeah. carry much weight. It actually does. We were talking, I'd say, we, well, we mentioned it on the podcast yesterday. We were talking about, I was talking about what do people deem inappropriate on the school run for people to wear? And the options I gave were gym gear, being too uh, overdressed, being too slobby, or being too revealing. Yeah. So they were the options. Being too revealing came out on top, actually. Yeah, well, I I would say I'm closer to slobby because <laughs> I try and just be comfy, especially because the heat. But I... Well, you, I mean, describe your outfit like you described it to me earlier because <laughs> you've still got it on. Go on, be honest. Describe your outfit. Well, I said I've got my pyjamas on, but I did do drop-off. I haven't actually got... You've not had to get out of the car. No. So I've got my tracksuit bottoms on that I wore up until bedtime yep. and put on first thing this morning. Yeah. So, yeah, I've got no underwear, just yep. tracksuit bottoms. Picture that, guys. And Commando, and I've jogger got bottoms. one of your old T-shirts on. One of my old Jeep T-shirts. Yep, so that's me. Yeah. And do you know what? I'm fine with that. I'm not paranoid, but I don't think you're having an affair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're seeing anybody yes, at school. Yes, but I've done the drop-off. What will I wear for pick-up? <laughs> this is And this is the funny thing. I think, I don't think, um, people wear outfits to pick up necessarily. I think. Well, I said that. I mean, are you? I said yesterday, are you dressing sexy? Yeah. Because let's face it, and I, I don't want to say it's just the mums, 
But the fellas are quite generic, aren't they? You're either in workwear or you're in cargo shorts. Yeah, the, on the pickup. The, the dad shorts and the t-shirts and the flip flops. Yeah, is the general. Every now and then you'll get a dad in bulgy cycling shorts and a vest who's fit. You don't get many of them. It's nice for the girls, uh, but the women you will get dressed like they're going to a wedding, a summer wedding. Yeah. You'll get dressed like they're going to a bloody nightclub, sexy gear. Yeah. You'll get, uh, you, you'll see the mums who are a bit more harried, and I don't mean this in a bad way, like you're dressed now. They, they don't care. They're just coming to pick the bloody kids up and they're knackered. So that whatever they've got yeah. on, you know, you don't see many pyjamas in Dubai like you can do in Britain. Yeah. Or you see ridiculously skimpy gym wear. Yeah. Now, I don't, I've got not got an issue with wearing gym things because I, you know, I've I've sometimes worn my gym leggings and a t-shirt. Yoga pants. Yep. Are the acceptable face of pajamas. Let's yeah. be honest. They are just the comfiest things. Yeah. Well, I think you're already making a statement when you go to the uh, schoolyard in your gym stuff. I've done it sometimes. Yeah. But it's my issue, and and the schools out here have to send out letters and to remind parents. Please dress appropriately. Now, the fact the schools... Put your flange away. But the the (laughs) fact the schools having to do that and people are still, like, there there are people that will go in these tiny, tiny little bras that are... Mesh. Mesh, so you can see their boobies. Yeah. Um, And they're tiny. If If you've seen much of Britney Spears on Instagram lately, they look like that. Yeah, and then these tiny, tiny little hot pants. Yeah. Where, where again cheeks are popping by the out. way fellas i will put a link to where the schoolyard is a google map <laughs> pin <laughs> no but you know what i mean like stick a t-shirt on stick the jeep, old jeep t-shirt yeah. over the top whilst you're going into schoolyard that's all i'm saying you know that person great that they've got that confidence but it's not for the schoolyard that's my opinion so that's what got me, not into trouble, but just got one woman's back up yesterday. And I was being very careful to say it's not my opinion, you know. And I genuinely, I make note of it. Not like in a Victor Meldrew or Hyacinth Bouquet way, but to talk to you about. Yeah. I'll come back and I'll say, oh, there's some right sights in schoolyard, isn't there? And that's about the end of the conversation. Yeah. I'm not like a little Hitler about it. There I go again using that word. Um, but, but I'm conscious about what I wear. I am in Dubai, particularly at in when going to school. Yeah. I will wear things out of school that I won't wear in the school. Yeah, but we, so we've digressed from talking about making friends. Yeah, because we had on during your meltdown period, not period. Next, you want, I mean meltdown period, not uh, a period. I mean, it could have been. It could be. You could, know, could be the change. It, well, could be. Yeah, <laughs> it's more likely that to be honest. <laughs> Actually, um, I'm sat here and I've got these like heart palpitations and I'm getting really, I keep getting really hot and. Think about what that would do for figures if you died. If right I had now. a heart attack right now. People would be like sad, but then excited to see who the new co-host would be. It'd be very exciting times. Well, I'm thinking of that Phoebe, Phoebe episode where she has two <gasps> heart attacks. Are you courting friends? <laughs> <laughs> you hate friends. We're back into watching Friends because Betsy Pearl's watching but it. But yeah, I'm not, like... A, f- a Friends quote from you is tremendous. But the funny thing is, because I'm like the real Phoebe in real life, in in, in the in the episodes, yeah. where she's a bit of a hippie and... Oh, the kids think you're a Monica. Oh, no, 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 I am. I am a Monica too. I am a Monica. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you're talking about Friends like it's 1999. I love it. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> if you knew Laura, yeah, but and we, you may have looked, but we don't often talk stop about it, friends. I am really hot. I feel like I'm, I am going to pass out. <laughs> but she, she constantly goes on about not like. But lately, no, it's not. That I don't like it. I don't see why there's there's always been the hype about it. Well, we Betsy Pearl started watching it because it's been on Netflix. Take it off. There's only me and you in here. Take your headphones off and take that I'm off. Not, I'm not sitting here in my bra. Give me right. I'm amazed you've got a bra, got a bra on. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, so... I'm not giving you that... Uh... Betsy Pearl's going through that phase and it's difficult not to let her where she's on her phone a lot. She's on the video chat playing PlayStation upstairs with her friends and uh, a new boy at school. And... Uh, it's difficult to get her off. Uh, what she does like doing is watching Friends because she's started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Setting it on, uh, on Netflix. So... Uh, about a week ago, I said, like, Lord, why don't we just start watching a couple of episodes of Friends in the evening? And at least it gets her back downstairs and yeah. with us for an hour before bedtime. So we started doing that. And it's I've I've seen the ice melt. You um, know what um, I mean? Me. Yeah, I have found myself like sniggering at a couple because of Because it's just, it's like putting on a pair of often troublesome slippers. <laughs> Comfortable, but yeah, yeah, often yeah. troublesome slippers. Oh, what it is, it's easy. It's like... For me, watching Escape to the Country, you know, it's like an easy watch. It's it's nice, and it's, it's funny to watch a nineteen nineties program now. And you know, they do Fat Monica, and it's like, oh yeah, you couldn't do that now, could you? Yeah, yeah. But um, so we we digressed again. Yes, we're what talking about saying? friend friendships. Yeah. Okay. So so we we're talking about trying to make friends, and how a lot of our friends have moved back. We've lost some good friends this summer. Yeah. To the big to, to the big uh, exodus back to the UK. And um, and we were like, we've got a f- look. We've got a couple of friends, right? If we're honest, but the funny thing is, after we did the podcast yesterday, one of our friends messaged and said, "What are you up to at the weekend?" And the funny, do you know what my and first thought was? They're only saying that because they've listened to the podcast. Yeah, I was sat uploading it. <laughs> it. It crossed my mind as well, and I thought, no, it's not. And then then you know, like she was saying, how she was feeling very similar to me. Yeah, and I said, funny, you should listen to the podcast. I've just been saying I feel like that. Mm. So, but yeah, but yeah. So yeah, we, we're struggling. We're not saying this. We're not reaching out because let's face it. If you listen to this, you're probably weird. Don't really want to be friends with weird people. But <laughs> and there will be people that have said, "Well, I've invited you so many times, and you've said no." And it's not. It's not that. It's a cry for help. Anyway, um, right. We've gone on too long here because I want to play this Amsterdam bit, but I've got to finish on what happened with Leo yesterday. Right. So when I came home from. The second of my three school runs yesterday, you were on the video chat to Leo. Yeah. Who's in Bristol in his second year of university, right? And I, it's almost like I want to say to him, read the room when we talk to him now. Because I don't care about his Tinder dates, right? I want to know that he's got some money, that he's eating, and that he's got his head screwed on as far as university. When you're calling your parents, when you go to the pub with your mates... I know. Oh, of course, it's your bloody nosy. But from my point of view... Yeah. I don't care about any of that, right? Because all that stuff to me just gives him headaches that gives me headaches. No, but he wanted your opinion on something. So that... What did he want my opinion on? About... About... The relationship thing. Yeah, Well, he yeah. never asked. I missed all of that. I'll have to speak to him then. But anyway, the highlight of the call... <laughs> So he's living in a house. How many people are in that house? There's girls six. and boys. Three of each. Three girls, three boys. Yeah. Right? All 19, 20 years old. Yes. Yeah? Yep. All in the second year of university. By which point, you'll often point out that you'd bought your own house, had management positions in about three different companies, was a <laughs> teacher, and had been around the world. I, whilst not quite as successful as you, had done a lot of stuff. I know, but look at me now. But, but no, 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 my point is... Yeah, I know. We Every generation must say this. We had common sense, right? Now, so we're asking him how's he getting on with his food? Is he eating? Well, and I'm not, I might not get the words exactly right here. Well, we're all right. The, the problem is if the cans have not got a ring pull on... Well, because the, the cheap cans, if you like, so rather than getting your Heinz baked beans, you get the... The Tesco or Aldi or Little their own version, and they don't come with the ring pull. Well, you still get some cans and tins that don't have a ring pull on, yeah, right, in life, right. Now, 
I knew that we'd bought him a brand new tin opener. Yeah? So his thing was, yeah, the only problem we're struggling in the kitchen is we can't get any of the cans open because uh, something's fell off the can opener. <laughs> and then the conversation goes on to something else, probably back onto Tinder. And I was like, whoa, 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 do me a favour, because he's on his phone. Just go into the kitchen and show me where this uh, tin opener's broke, will you? So he gets up, and it, as you pointed out, the camera never turns round. The camera is on his face the whole way because if he knows, if he turns that camera around, first of all, there's probably going to be ashtrays full of joints. Secondly, the house is going to be upside down. Oh, the kitchen. There'll be their knickers kitchen. on telly. I had to. Horrible. I had to stop myself doing a Monaco and cleaning their kitchen yeah. when we were back there. He's Friends like, again. <laughs> um, so he takes us in the kitchen and yeah. he says, "Yeah, we've got two two tin openers and both of them something's broke." He holds the one up, and it's one of them old school ones that we bought him. 50p it cost. And it's the silver steel one. Yeah, the one where you have to really squeeze You have tight. to squeeze it together. Yeah. And I looked at it, and I said, there's nothing falling off that. And then the other one is that more modern one that looks like, a, it's like plastic, cigar-shaped almost, with the turner on top, so you put it flat on. Yeah. So I said to him, get a tin. And then I slowly explained to him how to put it on the lip of the tin. Yeah. And then... Keep it close together and turn it. His face. Now, bear in mind, 19 years old, 19 and a half years old, it was like he'd seen electricity for the first time. <laughs> His face, I opened it and he went, oh, well, that's going to save us a lot of time. <laughs> like that. And I said, because um, he's the YouTube generation. Yeah. I said, did you, uh, did you not think to YouTube how to use a tin opener? Yeah. And he went... Well, I did. I went on YouTube and I, I YouTubed how to open a can with a knife. And I'm like, <laughs> where's the common sense? I know. I, know. I think I could use a tin opener. No lie. I could use a tin opener when I was six, seven years old. I know because we didn't have ring pulls, though. No, we didn't. So, but I think a few years ago when Leo was about 12, maybe, you did a how to open a can. I'm going to say you're a bit younger. Really? Maybe no, maybe eleven, twelve. I, when I still might be on my YouTube, this I shouted him into the kitchen because I thought, let's just see if he's ever used one. Yeah. And I gave him a tin and gave him the tin opener, and it took him nine minutes to do it unsuccessfully. He's tapping it on the top yeah, like yeah. he's going like that with a tin opener on the top. Yeah. He's opening and closing. I it. mean, they are weird instruments, aren't they? Can I miss? But. They've yeah. got better. 1970s can openers. Between the six of them, you would have thought one of them had used a can opener before. and But then it did make me feel a little bit useful. Did it not you? Like you think, ah, oh, you do still need us just a little bit. Do you know the thing is, when I ask my dad for a favour, it's, you, your dad's always know more than you. Let's be honest. There are things you know, like my dad doesn't know how to work TikTok which is not a good thing to show off about. <laughs> they don't know Instagram. You know, I've had to school them in working computers yeah. over the years. You know, these are things, and fair play to them, they're getting into it now. I always but, ask my dad how, with watering plants and looking after plants, because he's great at that. Right. that my, both my parents are, but yeah. My dad, well, he's called Andy. My dad is literally handy Andy. Yeah. Can fix anything, can build anything. Plumbing, electronics, woodwork, metal, yeah. houses, the lot. Yeah. So if I need a light hanging, and you can see this in our living room, I have hunger light in our living room, half the ceiling yeah. is dangling down from it. Yeah, well, both our dads are like that, I think. And I know people say it's a generation thing, but I do think it is. Although we've got a couple of friends who are really good at like woodwork and stuff. But I think the the, the that overall thing of you don't need to call an electrician in or a plumber in or a right. bricky in or whatever. But I remember what my house that I had in England, uh, I had a bathroom done on the cheap. And for some reason, there was electricity coming through the water. So when you brush your teeth, you got electric shock from the tap water. Nice. And my dad came up and literally stripped the, the wall, fixed it, put it back, right? Now, when he goes to work or when he does his fantasy podcast in the year 2000, <laughs> he's not saying, he's not, going to, he's not going, taking the mick out of his son for not knowing how to rewire an house. I would, you know, like, there are some things in life that are complicated, but I didn't, if you'd have asked me at any point in my life, would I be having to show my 19-year-old son how to use a tin opener? It's bizarre. 
Yeah. Isn't it? It is, it is. But it's funny. And it's given me content for this and content for my radio show today. So <laughs> I bet it has. I bow down to him. But anyway, he seems to be doing all right uh, from yesterday's conversation. He's not started back at uni yet. He's not got a job yet. He's had a couple of knockbacks in the job front. So hopefully yeah. uh, he's going to get himself hey, a he's job. He's trying. At least he's trying. Yeah, now, I'll save what else he talked about. Uh, but there was some funny stuff on there. Right, look, we've done 37 minutes, which is way longer than we did yesterday. I don't Idiots. know how. Um, we're going to play this clip now. It's about uh, 16, 17 minutes. This is us on the last day in Amsterdam. Uh, just talking about what we've done. We're in bed. It's late at night. I think you're drunk. Really? Yeah. I Do you know what? I am missing Amsterdam so, so much. much. I wish, I wish, I wish we could be back there. And that, when I put a post on yesterday, that's what I've said. Take me back. And it's a picture of the clog boat. So, Oh, yeah, the old clog boat, yeah. So I wish we had more time there because I think we rushed it, but that was time. So enjoy this, and if you want to get in touch with us, husbandandwifepod at gmail.com. We'll put some links to whatever I've talked about in the uh, description of the podcast. And, um, yeah, we'll be back at the end to say bye. Here we go. (coughs) (laughs) Hello, everybody, for part four of our little travel podcast. Sam and Laurie, and first of all, you want to be glad you're not in this hotel room <laughs> with us because it stinks. <laughs> <laughs> You've just said to me, I love everything about you. It's <laughs> very difficult. I do, you do some things that, like, are, I think some people might dislike and find really annoying, but because I love you so much. I find them cute and endearing. Like, you do things that are probably mental. <laughs> but, but um, and I sound drunk here, and I'm not drunk, I promise, because I don't drink. Just tired. Very tired. It's, it's Oh, well, it's just coming up on midnight. And this is the same day as the earlier recording. But, yeah, so, um, what were we saying then? That I stink. Well, I mean, we're in Amsterdam and there's a lot of food going on, a lot of different flavours. You're having some alcohol. Yeah, it's the beer, isn't it? It's beer. Yeah, beer farts are the worst. So, and then, we've got onto this thing. As I think we always talk about, we go to bed really early in Dubai. We go to bed at like sometimes eight, nine o'clock. Yeah. We're early sleepers. We've got... The body clock seem to have somehow magically switched. Because normally on holidays we're useless, aren't we? Mm. Normally on holidays we're in bed at nine o'clock. But we've... We're doing these really long days, getting up early. We're getting up at like six, half six every day. But we're staying up pretty late for us. You know. So... Well, we stayed up till two yesterday. Yeah, stayed up till two this morning. So we've had about... We had four hours sleep. Yeah. And... Genuinely, you and I, so we had a pasta and I was falling asleep, like proper falling asleep, sat up. My God. And then... I thought I'd been drugged. Yeah, no, and then and then we went for a walk and I kind of picked myself up and then we went and had a drink and you then started going, I think something's wrong. <laughs> I think yeah, because I'm just sitting there and I'm not... It's like I didn't have... Normally with tiredness, you get gradual tiredness and you start yawning and stuff. And I was sitting there, the kids were getting the caricatures drawn, which were really nice, and suddenly my head's on my chest. And then I come up to you and I'm like, I was, I was going on. Yeah. <laughs> like, but my because head I'd had really it, heavy. I'd literally had it about half an hour before the exact same thing. It's, yeah, it's just, it's we've had no sleep. Travelling kills you anyway, doesn't it? But Yeah, and when you do what, like these little city hopping breaks like we're doing on this break. You try and squeeze everything into the yeah. couple of days you're in a place, so we are doing stuff. And I'll tell you, mind you, let's have a quick run through today. So anyway, the last part of this podcast, which everyone's just listened to, we were having a nice little chat and then we had to get back on the... We'd had done this like sort of private hire tour thing and then... Uh, the kids 
Betsy Perlin wanted to feed some ducks. And she'd remember she'd, there she'd, was a shop. She tried to get some bread, but it was quite a big place. You know, it was probably half a mile to the where the windmills were. So she'd gone off and Leo had chased after her and Honey's sitting there with her face like thunder. So you can hear her on that. You'll have just listened to this on this podcast of me sort of losing me right. <laughs> Did you keep it all on? I'll play it to you in a minute. Oh, dear. I'm like, this is what it's effing like. <laughs> this is what it's like having kids. <clears throat> but anyway, we did that. We went back. Uh, the lady dropped us off. The tour guide dropped us off back in uh, Amsterdam. We were just wandering around. We ended up over towards the red light area again. And not for any nefarious reason, but just to have some food because... Oh, we went in Tony Chocoloni again, which I gave a big slating to the other day. Yeah, but not the restaurant. You went to the We went, we went the in shop. the Superstar today, which is in the same building, lovely building. And then this mysterious old man appeared and started yeah. talking to me and telling me the story. And I genuinely... This is what happens when you grow up watching Willy Wonka. I thought, you're Tony. You're Tony <laughs> Chocoloni. Did you think? 100%. He was being so friendly to me. He was grooming me. Like the in in Home Alone, in the one. In he New was York, like the guy, the guy in the toy shop. Yeah, and that guy. Let's face it, in the toy shop is a lame imitation of Willy Wonka. But anyway, you guys were off trying to choose all your different chocolates you wanted, and he started telling me the backstory of the Tony chocolate only thing, and I, I just came on and said to him, "But it's you, though, isn't it?" Because he was an <laughs> old man, and I'm thinking. You don't get an old man working in a bloody chocolate shop unless he's the guy. And he's saying to me, oh, last year we had 150 bars a day going on the testing. And when this company was set up, it was about helping the children in Africa. He's giving it all this. And I'm like, you're Tony. <laughs> and I couldn't say it to him. He's got his arm around me at one bit. He's shaking my hand. I fell in love with him a little bit, like good granddad material, that guy. Yeah, he seemed a nice and guy. And I thought to myself, I, I thought you were going to give me a chocolate factory. I'm like, I am, this guy is seeing in me somebody who can keep this place running. You thought? You know, I'm not being greedy. You were <laughs> nosebagging all spare chocolates, you lot. I weren't. I weren't even picking one for myself to have. And I thought, this guy knows. He knows I've got. He, he knows I won't have my fingers in till. I'm gonna lock him up because it could well have been him. But then from there we went to have an Italian, and it was good Italian, wasn't it? It was called Argent. It weren't called Argentitali because that's got tit in it. <laughs> what were it? Argentalian. Yeah. Oh. Italian Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> it was a mixture of Argentina yeah. and Italy. I think it was Argentalian. Anyway, as far as pasta goes, that was good pasta. And the portions were gigantic. <laughs> oh, they were massive, but... You know when your body just says, please stop. <laughs> everywhere in Amsterdam, the mills have been about 100 quid. Everything has cost 100 quid. Not just the bloody meals, everything. Yeah, it's, it's really expensive, I think. So we had pasta, and then, yeah, as you said, we walked to um, Re Rembrandt's Pleen, mm -hmm. had a drink, I started passing out. And then we came back to the hotel for a little power nap. Yeah. And on a whim... Oh, we went, oh, we went via the red light district again. No, not, we've already done that, that's where the Italian were. No, but didn't go past what, again. No, but I'm saying that then the same the same thing. Like the kids were uh, confused. Well, Betsy was confused. Yeah. Oh, so I was talking about sex toys. That's it. Yeah. So on the last bit, we were just talking about that when the kids all went missing. And it's not a dirty talk because I am not. I'm very observant. No, you you hate it in car, don't you? Because I spot everything and I'm supposed to be concentrating. But as we're walking around red light districts, because you're passing, as I said, I didn't get to see any of the women in the windows and I weren't trying to see them. And we went in the daytime, by the way. We weren't taking kids there at night, obviously. 
But there were some women in the curtains. Mm-hmm. And you seem to know a lot more about this than me. I don't know how it works. You had to show me that there were red lights today. <laughs> I thought that was just a thing. Hence the name, yeah. Yeah. But we walked past the toy shop. I don't want to go into too much detail because it's a pretty clean podcast, this. But you think you've seen everything, don't you? Yeah, well, yeah. Genuinely. There's some that I'm thinking, mm, how? Well, that, my thought that were going through my head, you can't stop. I'm sure you can, and I'm sure, you know, we're all grown-ups and everything, but I'm not going to stop when I've got a bloody little girl holding my hand and gaping into the window. There was a massager about the size of... You remember those, like... You know about that one, I point, the big one? Yeah, you know those posts that you used to do the jumps over when you were a kid? Like the concrete posts? Ballot. Yeah, when you do the bunny hop over the top. There was a massage of the size of a ballot. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a joke, it was massive. It was huge. Like, I was going to say it was as big as a rounders bat, but that's not doing it justice, because the girth of it were like my thigh. Genuinely. Yeah. Like a bollard. Yeah. I mean... I thought it were promotional. I mean, surely, you know, like, you get promotional tennis balls that are yeah, six yeah, times yeah. bigger than a normal tennis ball, and you think, all right, well, that's understandable, it's Wimbledon, you know, people get them signed by players. Surely, whoever makes these... Whatever you call them, what did you call it before then? You used a Massager. euphemism. Whoever makes these massages, they don't have a salesman going around with it going, oh, he's a massive one for your window. <laughs> But my thought, when I was looking in windows, were, where does that go? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Where does that go? Yeah. Because for most of them, you can go, oh, aye, that's for that. Well, the um, the double-ended one. All right, we can't talk about this because people might listen to this and go with the kids. I don't want to talk about that. And I never saw one of them anyway. No, for me, it's ones that look like a bloody... Like a, you know when you buy a cactus plant and there's about six bulbs coming off it? <laughs> I'm thinking, well, what could you do with all of that? There's an old saying, you can have too much of a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, then we, um, after I started thinking I was going to pass out, we came back and had a little power nap. And then we went on a little walk and we hired a boat, didn't we? Yeah, the canal. I think it might have been an electric boat. But it felt like a normal boat and we took the kids on it and you just drive it yourself and go around. We had it for two hours and we went all around canals and, it, God, it was just the nicest thing, weren't it? Yeah, it was nice. It the was sun nice. were out. It was coming towards sunset. They were quite a chill in the air when you got in shadows. Everybody had a drive-up boat. The kids loved driving boat and they were all good at it. And it was just a right nice little hangout. We got to peek into some people's houseboats, didn't we? That was my favourite bit, looking into... Because it's so weird, like, these houseboats. It, it, I don't know, it, they, they, they're different to... Everyone's different as to, well. Yeah, but, you they're know, not like narrow boats no, in England, they're not, they're canal they're, boats. It's not like that. It's, they're proper houses. Yeah. And I'll tell you what they're like. Trailer parks... Yeah, well, that's but what I on said water. To you. Well, like no, but not caravans because you know trailer parks. The longer, yeah, the bigger. They're like them, but again, but there was the a girl. strangest experience yeah. because when you go past the red light windows, to be honest, they seem to be on a step. So when you walk past, you're not at eye level with them. Your eyes are at boob level. That's a good selling point yeah. for them, actually. Yeah. That in it. But we were riding along in our little boat, and we're nebbing in people's windows, and it. It's obviously what you do. And some people were sat on the back of the boat having a drink and we saw one woman painting her nails. And then we went one past one and she got her windows wide open. And it's very quick because you're going past on your boat. I'm sure she was at least topless. Yeah, she was sat at her dressing table putting her makeup on. Yeah. And for about half a second we locked eyes. You know, and I'm on about half a second because I were gone then, I were past. Oh, I mean, you, you look round at each other and we were like, 
You locked eyes with her, did you? Yeah, because she's looking out and I'm looking in. She I'm obviously not out. perving. She was looking in the mirror. Did she have her back to us? Was I, Were we looking at her reflection? No, she, she had... I think she was kind of sideways. No, but she was looking out because I was just mortified when I thought, God, she thinks I'm... Who would hire a boat for 100 quid on the off chance of seeing a topless woman on a houseboat? Not me, <laughs> not me. Not that interested. But it was just a really lovely time. And then, though, because we've got this new body clock, we've just been for a curry, because there's a place across the road that does... It's called Bollywood. And they do a lot of vegetarian and vegan curries. So we've just had a curry at half past ten, quarter to eleven at night. Mm-hmm. My... Although my body looks like it can cope with that kind of food, it cannot cope. No, we've. I feel. I feel like. I mean, I, I've gone light on the uh, alcohol intake yeah, as well today. Today, Pi- not every day. I've a, well, I've had one beer. Went on the pineapple juice earlier. Like, yeah, but I did have a, a bottle of wine plus. Yesterday you went crack a lack in Yeah, so I thought I'd take because we are we are eating loads. Oh, too it's, much. And you can have too much of a yeah. good thing, can't you? So that's it. We're in bed now. It's just... It's tomorrow, I think. Yeah, it's tomorrow. Um, so our last day tomorrow in Amsterdam before we head off to Berlin. We're going to see Van Gogh tomorrow. Yeah. But I can't recommend that boat thing highly enough. Great fun. Dead easy to book. And great fun. So... Yeah, no, I would say I'd say the things that we've booked have been really good. I would say the the Anne Frank Museum, the boat trips, both the the one with the guide. That and the trip that we did today was very touristy. The um, windmill trip. Yeah. Very touristy, but a really well good a good time. Yeah. You know, I know some people would look at that cynically, and I'm quite cynical about where they show you how to make clogs, and then you've got to buy a pair of clogs. I get quite annoyed by that, but it was lovely to see them windmills and stuff. It was a cute, cute little village. So, um, yeah, last day in Amsterdam tomorrow before we fly off to Berlin. He's <sighs> caught you, yawn. So, so yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll sign off now. Good night. Night. There you go. That's us in Amsterdam. Uh, thanks for listening. If you've made it this far through the podcast, I'm always amazed if anybody <laughs> does. Uh, actually, if you did make it through this far, drop me a message on social media and say, I made it through that far. Yeah, do. Do. And it, tell us how your first week back's been if, you've, if you're... God, please get in touch because we need the content. Again, that email address, husbandandwifepod at gmail.com. Yeah, and if you've got any funny stories about your kids... Oh, God, we'd love to hear them. You can be anonymous. Yeah. Uh, But anything, life stuff, relationship stuff, uh, kids, work, the friends thing, whatever you want to talk about, really. Husbandandwifepod at gmail.com. That's episode 110, I think. I'm lost with all of this now. (laughs) And... uh, yeah, we, we, it's been good to be back on. I hope this one works because I'm not doing it for a third time. So we'll see you next time. Bye. The End Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.